Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Geek 2.0 podcast. On today's episode, we're going to cover you in loot boxes and then jump aboard that hype train to Vegas for CES. So, join us! Hey, welcome to another episode of the Geek 2.0 podcast. Is it that time already? It's the beginning of the year. Oh, my It's a new year. God, where did it go? I mean, 2017 was kind of a dumpster fire <laughs> for a lot of things. Good way of putting it. Yeah, that's probably about the only way you can do it, <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't all that bad. I did have my daughter in 2017. Yeah, there's some shiny moments in it. <laughs> but on today's episode, we're going to be talking to you a lot about, um, and our main topic is going to be about CES and hype and what we think about and what we actually want to get off our chest right now in a rant segment <laughs> is loot boxes yeah you know i don't care for it in the i guess what you call like your big box games well it's more like a, can i has please stuff <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you money if you give me a chance to get something nice yeah well, a lot of them are like that way See, like, I, I can get it with, like, your your smaller, like, your phone games. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, I can, mobile is just filled with... Yeah, of course. It's basically the foundation for yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and I can understand that. You're, at most, paying, you know, five bucks, some extreme cases, ten. You know what I mean? But you're, yeah. you're paying a little bit for the game. So, I get it. They're trying to make their money somehow. Well, the big right. problem is... is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. You're paying 60 bucks for a game. Exactly. And what was for Darth Vader? You think, oh, I can get spend maybe an hour or two and be able to play Darth Vader or somebody higher up, you know, want to be the, uh, the high-coveted item, that you, <laughs> so to speak. But no, you guys spend hours upon hours and hours almost was it i forget the number but it's total up to about one or two months of solid playtime. that's if you want to go the free route yeah oh you can have darth vader if you uh pony up a little cash get the pay to win so to speak <laughs> well and that's just it if you're if you're spending the money on the game in the first place the game well should come with at least a lot of the good stuff like I guess the best example I could give is something like Fallout 4 or, you know, Skyrim or something like that. You're getting a lot for your money. Right. And then you can get into the, uh, like, the mods and stuff like that, where if you want to pay for an added feature yeah, or a cheater, like, that's new, cool. New missions and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. But to get a game like that and then out of the box... Oh, hey, uh, you want this? Come look over here. Yeah. $20, I can get you a chance to get this. That's the part that kills yeah. me. And that's well, where like, I said, like I said, it's 60 bucks for a game. Mm -hmm. You expect uh, you'll have all this content you can play through. And a lot of people, it's a speed run through it. Yeah. But a lot, most of the general population gamers will spend a long amount of hours playing the game. Mm -hmm. But then to be slapped across the head and say, hey, if you want to get this character, you got to pony up or spend even more uh, playtime. Well, and I haven't looked into the Star Wars Battlefront uh, specifically, but like, there's also the people that are the achievement hunters. Mm -hmm. So are they going to have to? Yep, they will have pay to pay to get those or achievements spend, or spend like, the many, many hundreds of hours to do it. Oh, see, like that's nuts. I mean, it's almost like a uh, you no know, Korean grind fest game where you're <laughs> that you get to spend. 
hours upon hours to get that little token to get something for your character. <laughs> it's crazy. But it's just one of those things. It's like, is it gambling, so to speak? Because with EA, it has their backlash against EA is huge. From Reddit with their, what was it, 600 and something odd thousand downvoted comment. <laughs> that is like the largest downvoted comment in Reddit history. <laughs> but a lot of the countries, especially in Europe, are actually looking at this, these loot boxes as a form of game gambling. I guess it really depends. Uh, like I said, I haven't spent much time on that specific game, but if it's if it's to the point where you're paying specifically for a random item, mm-hmm. then yeah, I mean, in a sense, it kind of is. But if well, you're no, paying you're not, you're for not, something, getting, it's a it's a random chance to get that item. Well, yeah, then then yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of is. It's but like if you're to, yeah, if you're Vegas. buying the item specifically, then no, it's not. No, but yeah, it's not a direct sale. It's you ha- you're getting a cha- you're pi- paying a chance to win that item. Yeah. See, then I yeah I don't know. It kind of is gambling then. But it's also the thing is I play a lot of games uh, that have loot boxes, but they're more of a cosmetic thing. Um, they don't change the gameplay they, or yeah, give an not, advantage. Right. You're you're not getting an upper hand against other people that are not paying because mm-hmm. it might be a free to play game. Yeah, you might have to pay something if you want it because that's how they make their money to make the game. Mm-hmm. But like I said, sixty bucks for a game and say, "Hey, give us more money to pl- keep playing." Yeah, that's that's the part that's killer to me. Like now, if they had sold the game for half the price, maybe well, brand new. You know what I mean? Okay, you know what? It sucks. Well, if they're they more upfront about it, yeah. Say, okay, the game's sixty bucks, and if you want this, is going to require. Such and such amount of cash to buy gems to get the character or this amount of time that you need to be playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see locking certain characters behind so-called paywall in effect, but not a, an absurd amount. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, and I guess that poses to make, the to question. To make it more, um, uh, not a challenge, but an achievement. Say, hey, I, got, I played the game and I beat it this much or I played it this much, I got the character. Well, and I guess that poses the question, do we know, and I'm honestly asking here, do we know how much it is for these things? Uh, for the Darth Vader? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with Darth Vader since that's what we were talking about. So how much would it actually take to get Vader? I mean, we looked it up. Yeah, that's... It's still it's still a high number. Yeah, it, it, it took a little bit. We had to do some, some quick research on that. Wow. Okay, so it... If I'm understanding correctly from what we've seen here, one, it looks like they did a price cut because of the backlash. Yeah, because it was a higher number and the backlash and Reddit and pretty much took their stock into a free fall. (laughs) So it was it was 60,000 credits for the top tier. Yeah, for for Vader and Luke Skywalker. Correct. Were the two top tiers. They cut it by 75 percent. So it's now down to 15,000 credits. Mm -hmm. Still kind of crazy. And. From what we've seen, there was someone, mind you, this is forum-based. It's the internet. Yes. We take so, it as gospel. <laughs> <laughs> so someone said, just as an idea, they bought $200 in crystals, which is, I guess, like the in-game currency. Mm-hmm. The crystals they used to open the loot boxes. After spending $200 on the crystals and opening all the boxes they could with those crystals, plus they had six hours of gameplay, 
they had enough credits to get Vader. Vader. That's one character. Yes. Now, if you want Luke Skywalker, you're doubling that number. So $400, 12 hours of gameplay. And hope and RNG have, is on your side. Yeah, and have luck on your side. <laughs> <laughs> and this is with the $60 game. Yes, and that was after the getting the $60 game. Yeah, giving AEA 60 bucks, you give them $200. <laughs> I want and six hours of your life yeah. to play the game. That's and then get Vader. That's that's ridiculous. That's very very ridiculous. Now, mind you, microtransactions, loot boxes have been around since oh, card games. Yeah, I mean you, you're paying so like a couple bucks to get a new card deck, and you hope to get it. this is it's completely different. You're not spending. Well, and that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning. Is it's it's the it's what you're paying up front. Yeah, it's what you feel as a value. I could I could spend, and I know I've been talking about this, but I could spend sixty bucks on a game like Skyrim or Fallout Four that are hours and hours mm-hmm. of great gameplay, or sixty bucks for this to just get the base game and then have to pay all these extras to get more characters. Yeah, that you, you know that I, you actually want. I feel like in this case there was a great uh, like a thing on the internet meme, or I don't remember exactly how what it was listed as, but basically it was like old school games and it showed like 60 bucks and you had a whole hamburger fries and a coke yeah. <laughs> and then this one it's like 60 bucks for the meat yeah and then you had to pay for the bread the lettuce the tomato a la carte yeah <laughs> you had to buy everything else it's like i feel like that's what they're doing to yeah. an extreme now oh it is and that's why it's all of a sudden these uh, governments and legislators legislators are actually looking at this stuff saying okay is this actually gambling which in effect it is well, and that's that's just it. I because I haven't played, so I don't know specifics, and I don't think it's something that we could look up quickly. Is well, it's also uh, I play a game called uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, and they have uh, what they call hyper crates, where it's twenty five twenty five or twenty six boxes that you're going to open up for. I uh, forget how much credits there are, but it's you have a chance with each crate to open it up to get a platinum item. Uh, which is cosmetic. Mm-hmm. It's complete. It has no change on your gameplay yeah. or whatsoever. It's just the look of it. And then something that has like the Kylo Ren lightsaber effect look to it. And that's like high platinum level rarity. But what I want to know is, uh, is that the amount per crate that you're opening with the crystals, the amount of credits that you get, is it a set amount? Yes. Or is it completely random where you could open it and get no credits? Oh, no, no, you, you're spending the credits. You're spending crystals. Well, no, in uh, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. The no, game. I'm sorry. I was talking about oh, the, oh, Battlefront. Oh, yeah, in um, Battlefront. We don't need the, to spend the time looking into it, but that's yeah. what I'm wondering because in the in the I think you're of, getting credits or in the crystals. Of, of gambling, yeah. you're spending the crystals to get the credits to get the big items. So, I believe that's the case. So if it's I spend X crystals to open a crate to get X credits. Mm-hmm. If it's a static range, so you're always going to get credits, mm-hmm. I don't think you could qualify it as gambling because you're always winning. Well, if you're opening yeah. it and you get no credits up to X credits, then yes. It well, you could have a chance that you might get one credit or you might get 10,000. It's it's like playing a lotto, so to speak. Well, and that's yeah, kind that's of what, what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. if you're always winning, mm-hmm. it's not gambling, right? And it's, because it's you're not always getting something for from it. My my understanding, it's not a set. You get six thousand credits for each 
Yeah, it's not box. a set number. No, it's which a random. It's fine. It's a random number. But as long as you're always getting credits, mm-hmm. then I don't think it's going to classify as gambling because technically you're paying for those credits. Right. You're paying crystals but for the those per credits. dollar to credit conversion is swings wildly from very much so and that's the high going, number to the low number and that's where ea may have to adjust mm-hmm. what the like you're going to at minimum mm-hmm. get x credits you know what i mean yeah where people can go okay well at minimum well, it's I going to cost bucks, me i get 250 credits exactly they, they know a minimum of that yeah. yes uh then I think they could skirt it, but right now, if EA has it, so... Well, they came out of the, the door swing. It's like, <laughs> hey, give us all your money. <laughs> like, oh, Boy, oh. did they. <laughs> oh, the internet's mad at us. Oops. <laughs> We're about to fire that PR guy. So I think that ultimately that's what it's going to come down to, in my opinion. Yeah, it, they're going to have they're going to have to do a lot of backpedaling and explaining and... <laughs> Probably refunding. Well, Depending. Or they're going to, you know, they should have yeah. a transaction history. So maybe they'll owe them X amount of credits. They, they might, yeah, they might throw, here's a couple extra credits your way. Yeah. Be gone. Be gone. Basically. <laughs> yeah, stop making any noise. <laughs> but it's just, just adding the real dollar value to something that is a credit that you can use for a shiny. And where other games, like I said, is you get cosmetic items, which have no effect on I guess the anything. closest that I could think of that I've actually played that would be comparable would be uh, GTA the most current okay. GTA out there because they have their... Uh, well, that's a whole other story because <laughs> they have... So many people have... Uh, not rigged the market, but have completely ripped off the market where you're paying or using cheat codes or something. Well, yeah, there's... Get the, high, the high dollar like cars and Give stuff. it time. They'll do the same thing for EA. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it is somewhat similar... I didn't say that right, but whatever. Uh, in the <laughs> in the sense that you can spend money to get in-game money, getting mm-hmm. their cards, uh, their credit yeah, cards. Uh, game, not, this shark. Yeah, the shark cards. Yeah. Um, and then those shark cards you can use to buy like the higher-end vehicles. Well, it's, and, it's way overinflated. Like very much a, so. Yeah. Um, was a yacht or something? It's like a billion dollars if you. Converted to real money. Well, and that's just it. You can, not, yeah. Throughout the game, you can make the money or steal the money. Or, you yeah, know what I mean? Like it's also, all you there. have to deal with the cheaters out there because that's a whole well, other story. <laughs> super, super quick backstory. I actually had a friend of mine that back before they changed it and patched it, he would play under his wife's profile. <laughs> so he was playing the game as a female under mm-hmm. a female profile. And <laughs> so many thirsty guys out there. So he made so much money doing nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It was hilarious. <laughs> you see that video every once in a while. It's like, uh, I forget, it's like a Counter-Strike or something where it's like, I need ammo. Or, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm a girl. All of a sudden, you have people Boom. swapping. Here, here, have some. Here, have some. Here, here's all my ammo. <laughs> oh, my God. But so, I mean, I guess that's the closest I could compare it to, but... I still didn't think it was right, but it didn't really change the game in Grand Theft Auto. It was just whether or not you got that really nice car. You know what I mean? Which you didn't necessarily need. No, I I played it. I haven't played it in almost a year, and I still have wanting to start a card at put a little uh, game cash I had accumulated. (laughs) And it's like, eh. Yeah. Whatever. It's got the shiny rams. I mean, I played it on the 360. I didn't. Oh. I didn't pay for it again on the Xbox One. PC Master Race. Ugh, it's the no. only way to be. 
No, I like buying a system once and playing it until it's done and then getting a new system. Uh, it's so much cheaper than your PC Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> another topic. Another yeah. topic. <laughs> That'd be another episode. <laughs> we could fill a whole hour with that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, yeah, this is with this whole thing with loot boxes. It's starting to come to light with EA and, and other games. It's all of a sudden, people are getting more into oh, what is a loot box and stuff like that. I kind of... Highly doubt. I think it's kind of where things are going, and I'm not liking it. But well, I, it's like I'm, like you mentioned earlier with the mobile games. Yeah, it's all the microtransactions. It started with that. You pay two dollars or again, a free. Yeah, and is fine if it's a cheap game in a sense, you know. But if you're gonna pay full price for a game, to me, yeah. it shouldn't have it, or it shouldn't. And there's plenty of games. Witcher Three, which is a couple of years old, you get. You can probably buy on Steam for. 10 20 bucks i know i did <laughs> i haven't played that much but it's a full complete game yeah when it first came out yeah 60 bucks but it's a complete game that you can play end to end without actually spending any more money on correct and you get a full enriched experience and if you're going to offer stuff like that it should be for your own experience mm-hmm. or not have any effect to the game right. you know uh you can get it could be something where you can only get the gun, the weapon, the ammo, the whatever. If you're paying for it, that's fine. But it shouldn't necessarily give you a leg up. Right. Against other players. Yes. Because all of a sudden you start on the unfair advantage. Correct. Like, well, you have your whales spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on the game. And you got some guy that just bought it. And he's getting completely trashed. Yeah. From all these whales. just killing them all the time. Well, guess what? He's going to look at the game and say, this is not worth it. And give Correct. up and all of a sudden now you have a dead game where you got four people playing yeah and that's where i was kind of thinking and going is that i just i'm really hoping that this kind of squashes it for a lot of game makers but i don't really. necessarily I think, think that's going to be the case yeah it's they see they see dollar signs in their eyes now very like, much well, so okay they got in trouble let's see how way we can do the same thing and kind of skirt around. Now now we know where the line is. Yeah. Let's go just below it. We'll go $2 <laughs> under. <laughs> so now the game is $55 <laughs> plus tax. Basically, yeah. So that was our loot box discussion. <laughs> Got any uh, extras you'd like to add or inputs or anything that you could think of? Or Let you us any, know. Any uh, shark codes you want to give me? Or, yeah. I mean, that's fine or, too extra credits <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on our main topic now our main topic is ces it had to be come on every now. year this time of year <laughs> january 9th to the 12th it's pretty much all week mm-hmm. you can actually i think it's the weekend before and weekend after it's like it's like festivus for <laughs> consumer electronics <laughs> nerd hanukkah yeah <laughs> Well, if you don't know what CES is, this is the Consumer Electronics Show. And this is where all the companies like Samsung, Philips, you name it, invade Las Vegas mm-hmm. for a whole week of showing off their wares of upcoming stuff in the Newest new year. gizmos and gadgets and features and 3D TVs. Oh, wait, <laughs> that passed. <laughs> yep. Nowadays, it seems like everything's going for virtual reality. Yeah, virtual reality, augmented reality with... Microsoft's HoloLens, mm-hmm. which is expensive nonetheless, but all the stuff is expensive. Mm-hmm. Think and about it. 
um, with virtual reality, yes, you can get by with a decent, you have to have a decent computer, let's say mid range, <laughs> to have a good enough effect where it, you're not puking your guts out <laughs> playing it because the frame rate is horrible and, and everything. I, it's definitely, I, I really think that's where things are going. We were actually talking a little bit before this about, you know, uh, if there was any new TVs or anything like that. And really, it seems like TVs are kind of plateauing. Yeah, they have plateaued because everything is out in the 4K HDR. And that's... When, when your biggest feature that's come out recently has been the curve. Well, that was about two years ago, actually. Exactly. <laughs> it's the new curved uh, TV, and that's like, oh, it's the, so immersive. The only thing I can think of that's probably we're going to see, because I know that they've already done it, but it hasn't really hit yet, mm-hmm. that I could see coming down for TVs is going to be the uh, flexible screens. Uh, I, I think it was Toshiba, I think, or Mishibishi. I'm not sure. I'm just going to trail off. Um, that. It was something they they had a TV that was flexible. You could actually okay. bend it and uh, fold it up and stuff like that, and it still played. Uh, it didn't break anything for obvious because that would oh, be yeah, crappy. Kind of be yeah, bad. It defeat the purpose of what they were trying to advertise. <laughs> um, <laughs> Flex is cracked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I could see something like that coming out, especially on the uh, more commercial uh, corporate side, you know, mm-hmm. like outside buildings and stuff like that to be able to go around a curve. Yeah, to replace uh, LED um, display panels. Yes. Stuff. Because they look great from like 100 feet away, but when you start getting close, <laughs> those pixels are now two feet. Yeah. So I can, I can see, you know, in that situation that coming up, but I don't, there's not really anything else I can think of for TVs that are going to come down the line. Doesn't mean there's not. The but... only thing I can think of is going completely bezel-less, where is which they kind of have, there, and there a lot a of thin... them you can a lot yeah. of them you can take the bezels off and they still function. Well, I know um, a couple months ago, Mark has Brownlee from YouTube fame with his uh, reviewing electronics and stuff like that. He put up a video and it's like this. I think it's an eighty-inch. Uh, TV that is completely bezel-less. It's like look, putting a a, a window nice. on your wall. <laughs> okay, done. I was like, oh, I would like that. <laughs> I don't like the price tag. I think <clears throat> it was like ten or fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. Just give it a couple of years to be under hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Friday deal buster <laughs> at Walmart. <laughs> but like we mentioned before with a video wall like back in the future mm-hmm. that kind of technology is actually almost here with the TVs are be almost bezel-less oh yeah I mean you're looking at a OLED TVs <laughs> which are really like collars pop mm-hmm. using marketing terms here. <laughs> <laughs> they're oversaturated that's basically what it is but for on a 4K TV it looks really good but I think as far as like the technology and the generational side of things, I think it's going more for the VR and AR. Yeah, because Vive and Oculus Rift have been out for, what, three years now? Uh, Two or three years. I mean, technically, Oculus has been out much longer than that. Well, yeah, and like Kickstarter um, mm-hmm. prototyping, but as a commercially viable product that it's, anybody can go to like Best Buy or yeah, something. Yeah, it's been a few years now, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and... I, was it uh, Vive? That's the HTC one. Yeah. Um, there was another one I thought that was out there. The Rift. Maybe. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's the two that I know of. There's probably some cheaper models that are, 
I mean, you can get Google goggles. Yeah. Like the cardboard. I have yep. some. That Google cardboard. Yep. yep. I've got one of those too. Now, that's a fun experience, you know, and it's. It just hurts. Yeah. It hurts you. The bridge of your nose. <laughs> that stupid cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those, it's where all of this VR is now in the mainstream, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can slide your phone to a piece of cardboard and you're there. It's amazing. It was one of the things when I got my uh, Galaxy S8, I pre-ordered it and it mm-hmm. came with a free Oculus. Uh, uh, no, with the Samsung VR, right? Hmm? The Samsung VR? Yeah, that's it's oh, Oculus. It's, okay. Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a brain moment there. Yeah, that's fair. We all do. Um, <laughs> but it came with that free with the controller and the Oculus yeah. and you know and all that. And it's running off of just my phone. And it's crazy how good it is. It's, it's amazing that, you, oh, this uh, my phone is powerful enough nowadays to yeah. be a VR experience machine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back, back when these first came out, the battery barely lasted and you didn't have oh, yeah. anything on at all. Now we're got leave Bluetooth wireless. We're running VR on it. And it still lasts all day. It's great. <laughs> and it's good for Pokemon go. What a time to be alive. Um, <laughs> the future is now, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's really, it, it's so neat to, to experience. And I can see it to me, augmented reality is where things are going mm-hmm. virtual reality is the bridge that's going to get us there so virtual reality will still improve but i don't but think it's going much. to be yeah i don't think it's going to make too much improvement because they're going to start putting all their time and energy into ar well a lot of things because they say um they did all the giz- gizmos and the gimmicks to get vr out there mm-hmm. now they're going to spend the time and money and research to actually okay well, let's fine-tune it Let's get rid of that screen door effect. Let's actually make it 120 frames per second. Yeah. And let's get rid of that nausea factor because a lot of people that do VR, they can't do what, what more than five, 10 minutes before they start feeling nauseous because mm-hmm. your body is not reacting the same way as the movement that you see on screen. So your brain is getting confused. And next thing you know, you're, like I said, puking in the bucket. <laughs> you're drunk. <laughs> drunk well, off VR. And another neat feature about it, though, and it was something that we stumbled upon by accident, by we, I mean me and my wife, um, when I first got the uh, the VR headset with the phone and I was playing with it, mm-hmm. uh, on the headset there's an adjustment. So you can, you know, make it further away or closer, you know, so you can clear it up for however your vision is. Okay. Well, my wife needing contacts, and she's got pretty pretty rough vision without contacts in uh she wasn't sure because at the time she just didn't we were just hanging out the house so she didn't have her contacts in she was wearing her glasses she wasn't sure she'd be able to see it so we tried it we put the headset on and she had to move it all the way to one side but she could see perfectly clearly without glasses or contacts i was thinking about that i'm like you know because it came with a a see-through feature so that way you can can see what you can use the camera camera on the phone through the VR and be able to look around your living room and stuff. Um, so you can kind of do AR, you know, depending mm-hmm. if it uses that feature, it just, that really eats up your battery when you oh, do yeah. that. And um, that, that phone's going to get hot. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it allowed her to be able to look around without glasses or contacts. It wasn't super crisp or clear because of everything that it was going through. Right. Um, because it was basically taking the camera, moving it to 3D, but that 3D was moving to 2D. 
because it was just doing a pass through. And then you got the uh, the lenses that are in the device itself. Yeah, so it was a little a little so you wonky, got like but three or four layers exactly going through. <laughs> but it worked nonetheless. So you take something like that and you go, okay, well now let's look at the true AR, mm-hmm. and you look at going back to like Google Glass and stuff like that. I could actually see prescriptions you know glasses changing with this kind of stuff yeah because now it's not having to get something specific for your eyesight and having to go through you know the eye test and figuring out what your prescription is and all that it's basically yes you need glasses in a sense or hell they may not even do that anymore because everyone's going to be using it like Mm. a cell phone precisely and it's just Here's your glasses. You adjust it till you see clearly and you keep going. And everything's augmented. You go with a Coke bottle glass. <laughs> Where's the Coke bottle setting on this thing? Break it up to 11. So, I mean, I, it, I see it going down that path very easily. And the technology is out there. And mm-hmm. Like with CES, I mean, they're putting every, their prototypes out to the world. And it's like, hey, this is what we can do. This is what's coming out yes. uh, in 2018. So that's... It's to me that's the technology that I'm going to be looking for at mm-hmm. CES. I want to see where they're at currently. I'm looking at the AR type thing mm-hmm. with the uh, Microsoft Hololens, and they're um, headed up here as Windows uh, Mixed Reality mm-hmm. Operating System. It's basically mixing your VR and AR together mm-hmm. in a one single unit, and you can play games and stuff. But they're more printing it out there for the enterprise and. Uh, getting work done inside the virtual workspace, so to speak, where you can have your Outlook window. You you walking through it, a virtual house. Mm-hmm. You got your window there, and you can click on you can click on it, or you can actually go turn around, go to another window, on your virtual office or room, whatever, and you can play Super Hot or something. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was. We've joked about it at work about moving to a virtual reality <laughs> office space. Um, don't see it getting there anytime soon that because there's a lot of security that comes into that oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it could be really interesting well a lot with like the headsets with the uh the HEC the vive is you have to have your room the room sensors yes the little boxes that you can put up on the corners of your room the what they're going to go into is through the headset itself mm-hmm. so you don't need the boxes and be the headset is sensing the room that you're in and any objects in your way. So you're not moving around and trip over a chair or something because it'll show like an object, an there. object or a white box. Say, hey, there's something here. Don't trip over it, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or do. Or do. It's all part of the game. But Dick Van Dyke, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm seeing it that it's starting to go into more commercialized because over at Disney Springs, actually, I think this month uh, or last month, is you can play the Jedi Experience at Disney Springs, mm. where it's thirty dollars for thirty minutes. You put on a backpack with the computer and your VR goggles, and they have this wide open area that you can run around in, and you can play the game. Now that's VR on your back. You don't yeah. need, you don't need to be tied to a computer anywhere. Well, there's uh crap. I wish I knew where it was, but there is a company that's out there that's currently uh building a 
kind of like a laser tag arena. I think it's the same company that I think what you're thinking about. Is uh, they... And they're they're building where they have the actual uh, the landscapes all built out, mm-hmm. but it's all just flat walls. Well, there's actually another company I saw um, where it's it's blends between AR and VR, where you have an object. And they have like if it's a uh, like you're what you're looking at you're experiencing is a hot pizza, in a, in a pizza box. And but they have like a little heater thing. So if you get close, you can feel mm-hmm. the heat of the pizza. Or you're walking into a hallway and there's a, a fan blowing wind on you. Yeah. In the game is you're see so it's windy and you think okay it's windy and it's more immersive that way. Yeah, but you can walk up, but the like the walls themselves are just plain because yeah. everything's done through okay. virtual reality. And you could walk up and say you got to like push something like a code in. Well, you just go up to the wall and you're just you're pushing on nothing, <laughs> but it's doing the you know the right. that mix okay. for you and stuff. And it's all built into the headset. And again, you're wearing the backpack and you know stuff like that. And I mean, we got that that far within so many uh, short years going from you tied to a thirty feet from a computer mm-hmm. to now you're wearing a computer. Yes. Well, and technology's made that so much well, easier. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about the phone being able to run all that. So yeah, absolutely with a laptop or. Anything really? So yeah, I think within the CES that we're going to see more AR VR stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think car technology is yeah exploding because we didn't talk about this before. I think with Tesla and Waymo and all that and the uh, self driving cars are going to be a big um, per, um, showcase at CES. They've been there for the past couple of years as well, of course. But it's even going to be even more now. Especially with Tesla and their new uh, semi trucks that they've, uh, yeah, I just uh, released. read something today. Crap, who is it? Uh, is it? Uh, oh crap! So one company just invested in a whole bunch of Tesla eighteen wheelers to do their the de- uh, change out to the delivery vehicles. Their their yeah, trucks that they use. I can't remember who it is now. One one of the big companies. Yeah, it was it was a big company. I can't. I want to. I think Coca Cola. Okay, I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Coca-Cola invested in a whole mm-hmm. bunch of Tesla 18-wheelers. Which is, to go smart. from diesel to <laughs> electric vehicle, yeah. Hugely smart. Yeah. But I see, I think we're going to see more uh, automation with, like, um, Apple's CarPlay, uh, Google's, uh, um, I forget the name of their... Android Auto? Android Auto. Mm-hmm. Um, inside more cars and you're going to start seeing more wi-fi enabled cars yeah that's another big thing is mm-hmm. they have a wi-fi and they're all interconnected and i think also you add in more a uh, vehicle per uh, vehicle by vehicle that they can talk to each other uh actually uh, uh t-mobile has a uh, odb2 sensor okay. that you can plug in that uh you can add to your data plan and it turns your vehicle into That's what I need is more things on my data plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it'll it's an turn extra 10 your bucks. <laughs> what, what it'll turn your vehicle into you know a mobile hotspot on top of because it's plugging in the ODV2. Mm-hmm. We'll take all the codes and sensors and everything that your car does and you can like check it on your phone okay. and like get all that information. It needs an oil change, it'll let you know, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I thought I mean, that, that was kind of cool. been up for what, ninety four? Absolutely, but it's never been it's, tied to a cell phone yeah, service it's because you think oh i gotta go to a dealer i gotta go to the, the, the mechanic the, mm-hmm. get the codes no you can just get the device plug it in yeah and but i think with that it's going to be adding more into the cars because everyone is doing more in their cars yes you you got your data plans through your cell company well what if you hit a uh, blank spot on the highway you're doing a cross-country trip 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean... Well, and I, I think that's also... I think a lot of the stuff that we're, we're getting to with these cars is just kind of a slow migration into the autonomous side of it. Yeah. Uh, and basically I mean, there's it's, no going to be no cliff as all, all of a sudden where it's like everyone's driving autom- autonomous cars now. It's <laughs> going to be a slow ramp up. It is. It is going to be a slow ramp up. And I, a lot of the stuff that they're going to be showing, like at CES and stuff like that, is to get people accustomed to the technology before it's a complete control yeah because a lot of people they're not going to go into a car we talked about this before Mm -hmm. self-driving cars but it's the mindset yes i'm not fully in control yes also i see someone dart in front and be like stop the car no i'm in the back seat (laughs) oh no (laughs) but another thing i think uh with tv or um ces uh like i said tvs are plateaued but I see that maybe mixing AR, or AR into your TV. Okay. Because um, you can do QR codes and it, with and, the commercials and stuff like that. But if with still that, couldn't you, couldn't you kind of go full AR VR though and not need the TV itself? Well, Netflix is in VR. I know. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to watch. It's a mini movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be all by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's just one of those little things. It's the small things that you know people are doing, not because they have to. It's because they can. It's just something stupid yes. that they can put in the stuff. Um, the other thing at CES is going to be a lot with. It's not as much, but they do a lot with like cell phones. Yeah, the new crop of cell phones because a lot of the cell phone manufacturers do wait, wait till uh, Mobile War, World Congress, mm-hmm. and um, they have their own keynotes and so like apple or google io samsung all that yeah, yeah absolutely but they do still debut a lot of good stuff yeah, it's like oh here's like a sneak peek before mobile work congress correct wait till uh whenever that is a couple months down the line to get the full experience of what we're actually gonna be so we can see the now probably uh, i'll take a stab in the dark two thousand dollar iphone that's gonna be next well no you gotta wait till <laughs> september if you want the iphone 10s web their naming convention goes oh good god but it's only $50 a month if you do the iPhone upgrade program. Oh, good God. <laughs> With Apple Care Plus included. No, thank you. One of us. <laughs> I'll, I'm kind of too integrated at the moment into Samsung. I think I'll stay there for the time being. But the thing is with phones, <laughs> that that also is plateauing, so to speak. It is, but I almost wonder if they're going to take the VR AR and run it make it kind of reliant on the phone because like we were talking about right now you kind of need to have at least somewhat of a decent computer yeah but you can also run it off of a phone and the phone technology is getting there do you think they're going to either move one way or another solely or do you think it's technology is just going to get to a point where it can just run off of a phone and it's not necessarily headed directly to it like this is where we want but it's just gonna organically there we go organically get to a point where i think you're correct on that mark i think yeah they might add some aspects of that but my thinking is that with phones the only way they can move on to the next level so to speak is the battery power we Mm -hmm. have gotten so good with battery performance that you can spend almost a full day Mm -hmm. but you still gotta plug it in at night yep they're going to go to a different kind of looking at a different kind of battery technology where get rid of lithium ion. Okay. 
where you don't have the uh, troublesome Samsung Note 7 exploding battery <laughs> problem <laughs> and the fear that comes with that because they packed it too big of a battery into a small enclosure. Hey, at least they tried. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but going into something that's more uh, better, uh, safer, where you have no explosion and you can pretty much puncture it, uh, I, I see where they, uh, they can go in that direction. Okay. Do you think that with the phones because it they are i don't think there's any argument there they are I definitely going to be there so, okay we're done yeah no close up shop let's go <laughs> phones are definitely heading towards being i mean if i'm going to be as bold as to say computer replacements mm-hmm. uh i think it's samsung actually has where you can plug your yeah, phone the into the and make it a full-fledged desktop experience so i don't think it's too bold to say that they're going to be computer replacements in the near future mm-hmm. But do you think that they will get to a point where not only will they be computer replacements, but your watch will take place of the way your phone is now? So basically, you have your laptop desktop Mm -hmm. is going to be obsolete, and it's going to be, I have a phone, and I have the watch, and the watch is going to take place of where your phone is currently, and the phone is going to take place of where the computer is currently. Well, they're going that way with... it seems like with like the, it. the Apple Watch Three. I mean, you can take phone calls. It has its own LTE chip in it mm-hmm. and GPS and all that sort of stuff. And the Samsung uh, with Tizen, their own inbred, uh, inbred. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> their own in-house <laughs> operating system because they moved away from Android. <laughs> inbred. I kind of like inbred. Let's stick with that. <laughs> You can watch it go look goofy and have red hair. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but yeah, it's I can see where you're coming from that. It's um I don't think this this year CES is gonna be that. I think they're gonna probably save it till like twenty nineteen or twenty twenty because Okay. I think they say that their PR, their public relations is say, Hey, let's get everything out. But I think with past mistakes with all companies Say the backlash and certain uh, certain things like the iPhone notch or the uh, Samsung Note Seven debacle. Mm-hmm. They're gonna see all this stuff and say, okay, let's refine what we've been working on instead mm-hmm. of shoving all this stuff out there and see what sticks. Okay, and let's refine it so we have a better product and we can charge more. Well, do it a two thousand dollar phone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because now it's a computer. Yeah, if it's a computer, yeah, yeah. I can absolutely see that. But then, like, and the reason that I was kind of saying is because, like, are they going to get to a point where the phones are, they will have the wireless in them, but you're not going to use your phone, as funny as this sounds, to make calls or text? Because who does that anymore? It's yeah. It's, it'll all be through well, your like, watch, like with the the decks. You plug your phone into it, and you have it's your computer. You have it yeah. hooked up to your monitor and everything. But it's, well, I think it is, with, it is, it is. It's it's a computer, and you got to figure. A lot of companies are starting to go with BYOD now mm-hmm. to bring your own device capabilities. So you're bringing your own laptop, and they're connecting it to their network, uh, and that is your now work computer. That's also your personal. So again, everyone's got a phone on them. Mm-hmm. So it's now not only your phone but it's also your computer. It's also your work computer and everything's tied together. And they do have the capabilities currently to make a phone, a BYOD device where it's on a network and it still gets the same security policies and all that. So 
That's why I'm almost. I could see where there's there is no light anymore. There is yeah. It's, it's a blended gray. I mean, it's, and everything you'll go with a a simple no wire Bluetooth headset that you'll wear in your ears. Mm-hmm. So that way it will allow you to make your phone calls, but that will be paired with your watch. Your watch is now technically your cell phone where all your calling and texting and all that's done through your watch mm-hmm. and your phone still has the capabilities of that stuff right. because it's still going to have the wireless network. That means well, anywhere, it the per- uh, plus it'll be preference. your computer. I say, uh, I'm not comfortable with wearing headphones or I don't want to watch. I would like the phone. Okay, well, you can do that. Or if you want to do all three, mm-hmm. that's your choice. Yeah, I left my phone at home. Well, I still got my watch and I got my earbuds. Yep. So I'm still good. Yep. So yeah, I, I agree with it. yeah. That's so it's that's in the gray. That's that's, where... that's another thing that I'll be looking for at mm-hmm. CES to see. Not necessarily if CES this year will have that. As we said, it'll still be a few years. Yeah. But to see the progression well, towards n- it. Actually, let me take that back because there are probably companies out there. Hey. Here's all the stuff <laughs> that we're working on. The ones that are a little bit ahead of their times. Yeah, or it's that are, five years from now that it's going to be ready. But hey, this is what we're working on. We've talked about it. Yeah. We haven't started, but we've talked about it. <laughs> I want to show you a conceptual drawing. <laughs> Here's a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> but yeah, if you got any ideas or anything that you want, that you're thinking about that's going to happen in CES or... Mm-hmm. If you have your own wild notions like, hey, I want to go. Or what you would like to see. Yeah, or what you want to see. Uh, let us know Absolutely. at our email address or Twitter at the end of the show. Give us a give us a shout out, as <laughs> the kids what? are saying. Oh, <laughs> shout out to my pops. We're hip and cool. <laughs> We're not old people. <clears throat> Anyways, so <laughs> so I want to thank you for listening into another episode of the Geek 2.0 podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Joe, and we'll see you on the next. Thanks for listening to this episode of Geek 2.0 Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash geek 2.0 podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at geek 2.0 podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at geek 2.0 podcast.com for older episodes, news, and much more. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcatcher player of choice. The Geek 2.0 Podcast is part of the Collective Network.